welcome, welcome to the 50th episode of the Hooligans whoop, Pitch. Whoop, whoop. It's a special one today. Not only the big 5-0, we got one of the OG Hoolies OG. joining us today. <laughs> He's right there. <laughs> our, our good buddy Jordan, uh, Chelsea fan, obviously. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I mean... We're going to do beers. We'll get to that. But to really celebrate, we're starting with a shot. What are you drinking, Chad? I got some tequila. Right on. I'm doing wild turkey. Jay? I got some vodka here with you boys. Oh, it looks cold, too. (laughs) Ice. Cheers, boys. All right. Cheers to 50 and tons more. Best year. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. (sighs) Well, <laughs> it's worse when it goes down. Yeah. Um, what else are you drinking? <laughs> well, all right. I'll start with my beer. I'm doing a, uh, a sunny cat, a little, little orange cat mm. here. Nice little hazy Meow. brew. Yep. It's going in the glass. Uh, nice. 8%. So we're probably going to be feeling it really soon. Okay. Well, I'll be right there with you going Phantom Bride, a favorite. Where's when it? I see it in the store, it's hard to pass it. Where's that beer from? Mine? Yeah. Uh, it's called Second Shift Brewery. They are out of St. Louis. Ooh. St. Louis. Chad, is that a, a Beaver Creek? Is that what it's called? Uh, Belching Beaver. Belching Beaver. Belching there. Yeah. It came to me. It came to me. All right, Jay. So here's how we do this. Chad right, and I, yeah, we, usually, we usually start out with our teams, the highs and the lows. You know, for this week, our teams were looking pretty high, both Liverpool and Arsenal, coming away with some easy victories over Burnley and Brentford. Um, Chad, I'll start with you. Anything notable you want to say on that game? Um, I mean, it, it was, you know, pretty run of the mill. Um, that Trossard Sokka connection is glowing. Mm. Uh, Trossard has six goals in the Premier League, um, this season and Sokka's assisted all of them. So that might be something to build on. <laughs> he, he got some rocket boots when he got up in the air for that header. Yeah. And then he ran into that post pretty damn hard. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not the tallest guy, but he'll get up and fight for those headers and <laughs> put his body on the line, clearly. <laughs> but, um, you know, beyond that, it was, you know, not a, not a whole lot going on. Um, Zinchenko's goal was cool, a little karate kick goal. I like yep. like that one. Um, and then Vieira getting the red card just stupidly is... Uh, just a needless needless challenge, honestly, and it's like kind of sucks because the upcoming games he probably would have featured in since mm. they're, um, you know, kind of smaller teams that should be able to rotate the, the squad, but not for him. <laughs> who, you, who You guys got Brentford next, then who's after Brentford? Um, Let's see. I, I wasn't that prepared for that question. Well, I, I got you. You got Wolves <laughs> and Luton next. So, yeah, yeah so, I, I see what you mean. It, it, not like clear-cut um, wins on the Brentford and Wolves, but a game that he potentially could have featured in, and uh, now he will not. <laughs> and Saliba, that was his first goal this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got up big, um, you know, to to reestablish the lead. Um, he's so stupid good. Yeah, he he's just... talking about how composed he is when shit's going wrong, and he's just coming in there and just like. <laughs> it, and it's 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 so great to watch him and like kind of Declan Rice the same way they 
they'll go like full into the tackle, make the tackle, and then just like walk away like it was nothing, like unbothered. Yep. <laughs> That's what you need to win a chip. It's true. You need We're those building. guys. You need those We're guys. moving that way. Uh, Jay, anything you want to say on this game? No, um, I did catch the last bit of it, and I did see that Zinchenko karate chop. And I, <laughs> yeah, that guy's been got to be at least a green belt after that. So. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, I will give him that. I did. I actually did fancy him a lot on City, so I'm glad he's, mm-hmm. he's doing well. Yeah, Arsenal needs people like that to to get him over the hump of of winning yeah. a title. And I don't know, man. Everything's looking pretty good for them in the long run, but I, I do think. Yeah. Top of the table, middle of the table, bottom of the table, they're all kind of slowly drifting apart. And I think we're starting to see that top three kind of come into uh, fruition. Um, mm-hmm. Can I segue into Liverpool here? Yeah. 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 Why the fuck couldn't we do this against Luton Town last week? <laughs> God <laughs> damn it, man. 3 0 against Brentford made it look easy. Sala was just on point. Um, mm-hmm. It just shows how much depth we have that we could throw in Kanate or Matip, which shout outs to Matip coming back. Uh, his last game he played was in that Tottenham one when he gave up the OG. And now he's looking – I mean, he, he was feisty. He he gave up a late challenge with a tackle he won and got called for. I've never seen a player freak out like this Oh, before. I saw I don't that. know if you saw him freak out about the ref calling it a foul, but I'm totally cool lose, with him losing his mind because that mm-hmm. just shows how much he cares. Yeah. Yeah, like his reaction looked like he, you know, gave up a 93rd-minute penalty or something, but like – that's what you want though. You want your defense to to care and and uh, you know be upset when when something doesn't happen as it should or the call goes wrong or whatever. So yeah, all for it. I thought something was wrong with him personally. <laughs> I was like, is he okay? But uh, yeah, he was fine. He just cares a lot, which which is great. And I love what Sala was doing. Uh, two goals from Jota. Shout out for uh, goal of the week this week. Quick feet. Banger FIFA nice. shot, more with a laser beam FIFA shot. Uh, yeah, that game made me content with how this year is going. Jordan, you didn't see me last week, but I've had a couple of meltdowns in like the last year of of watching Liverpool play and just being like, why the fuck can't we score? Like, what the fuck is wrong with us? And then last week against Luton, we didn't want to score until the 95th minute. And uh, I had to start folding laundry during the game because I just couldn't handle the pressure of... If anyone understands, it's me. <laughs> I was going to say. Like, <laughs> I mean, we can segue. I think that's, I mean, this is the game that we all yeah. watched. We all watched closely. It was the, uh, definitely the game that was the highlight one of the weekend, which um, maybe we didn't expect to go the way it did, but with Chelsea's recent form coming away with that 4-1 win over Tottenham and then coming here in here to City, uh, that was a, crazy crazy game jordan run us through your initial thoughts going into the game how did you think chelsea was going to do listen be honest with i me. was prepared, i was prepared to um to take an l i really mm. was but however i did want to see at least a little bit of fight some passion at least have a couple goals on target at least mm-hmm. make them run for their money list a little bit so when I see when I when I talk about this game, it definitely took me by surprise in the the best way I can imagine. So, um, yeah, that was my that was my initial thought going in. I mean, they're top of top of the table. They're in 
what, won the treble last year, one of the be- arguably the best teams in the world right now. So mm-hmm. going into it, you have to have that mindset of, we'll see what happens. But, I mean, all I can say is a 10th place, 10th place team going against a number one team like that, just, I mean, what else can you really yeah. say? I, as far as, like, being pleasantly surprised. So um, I think uh, the match that we did, uh, you just highlighted on uh, the Tottenham one, Going off of that gave us the confidence, a little bit of a boost going into this game. For so sure. I think 4-1 uh, victory over that and getting a hat-trick from Nicholas Jackson. Didn't see that one coming either. So <laughs> I just think uh, the confidence boost from that game just carried into this game exactly what we needed. So, um, yeah. Okay, let's, let's go go by goal here because it really was like kind of a tug-of-war back and forth. And the first goal, which was a PK by Holland was uh, we, we, we've talked about this in recent weeks where the whole, when you're in the box, a foul is a foul, but sometimes it's not a foul. And then we, you know, two players are, are colliding together and to let's be real. Holland was doing some grabbing too there. Mm-hmm. I, I personally think that should have been a 50, 50, no call. And it would have been totally fine because we've seen this happen. How many times over the last, however long we've been watching, I'm sure decades prior to that, where, Players are going to grab each other in the box. And if they decide to go down together, they go down together. But in this instance, uh, you know, Holland's a six foot five robotic beast going against old man Tiago and crazy Mark Cucurella. And, and he ends up with the PK. And I was just like, that's so unfair. That's so unfair. Especially if you look at the, the initial VAR, which I thought I was hoping they would catch, is that Holland was the first one to grab the shirt. Yeah. Mark Yanking him through. And obviously, the next reaction is going to be for him to give him a little physicality back. So you assume that's a 50 50 ball right there. So, and like you said, I mean, height on this guy compared to Mark Cucurella is even the question. He went down way too soft to have that be a penalty. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that was my thing. Is like Holland started it. They're both tugging. Holland has the size and, and strength over him, so then he kind of uses that to his advantage and then falls over. Like, Why can't this be a foul on Holland? <laughs> it probably should have been, right? Like, I don't know. Absolutely. It, it, it's, yeah. it's controversial. That's, that's the bottom line of it. And the fact that it's happening in this game, and it's always happening to City. It's happened two weeks in a row now where they're getting away with this crap. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Not to mention, well, yet there's two things to factor here as well. One, uh, he got for a 50 challenge like that, arguably, uh, to give him a yellow card is a little out of the ordinary too. Yeah. I mean, even rubbing more salt in the wound, a, and then b. I mean, I'm gonna be the guy to say it. Why is Anthony Taylor fucking managing or wrecking this game? Yeah, People I thought he got demoted like too. last week. He got demoted. He got demoted. Made controversial calls, calls down there, and then decides that hey, biggest game of the of the week. Come on back. Yeah. I mean, like, why is he even here? Was that just a media leak, like a leak that, that someone made up? Because it didn't make any sense to me why they said they said that, and then two days later they reestablished him. He probably he probably paid somebody to come in and, and show how much he hates us, like he always does. So, or we missed something uh, in the he news. He definitely There's has something. some agenda against Chelsea. Yeah, like. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I, I think it's a pretty blatant. Uh, Dad and I, when we watched the, the FA Cup final, I think uh, <laughs> that was, that was uh, I could, it, something I could do. <laughs> yeah, I, could yeah, do. Yeah. I mean, that was that was probably the clearest example of like Anthony Taylor oh just like God. hates Chelsea, doesn't care about 
integrity of the game, you know. <laughs> His agenda. Coming from, coming from the, the opposition, too. So that's saying something. Yeah. I remember looking over that and just saying, just, you know, he knows it. He knows it. So, I mean, I'm, I'm part of the person that uh, did sign the uh, online waiver to never have him ref another soccer game. So, there you go. Can you post that link now uh, that you're in this Discord? I'd like everyone to at least – I bet everyone in this Discord probably signs it because if you scroll up, there's a there's a hatred towards Anthony Taylor. And... Honestly, I don't know why he's here. Let's start looking at the, the refs in Bundesliga or something because they're doing something way better over there than – I mean, come on, we're controversial right now with VAR, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll let him near another Chelsea match, and I'll be happy. He's going to ref him next time, so absolutely. Yeah. So be prepared. Um, Tiago yep. Silva scored a goal, becoming the oldest goal scorer in the Premier League. Um, is he the LeBron James of soccer? He might be. I think he might be. I think that's a pretty good argument. I mean, oh, yeah. I, honestly, like. At 39, he was, for the most part, like keeping Holland in check. I'm surprised mm-hmm. they didn't try and like really play on the like Holland's pace compared to to Thiago. But um, you know, he he did his part. He kept him in line and then got a goal to get Chelsea back in the game. Like, yeah. damn, 39. I think uh, what coach was playing with having a, another big Husky, uh, Desassi, and the other center back to help him. Kind mm-hmm. of do a double call and keep him in place. If he had pace, that's where that's where you have uh, the sassy come and sweep that up. You know, thirty-nine year old man can only have so much in his knees. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I'm I'm almost to the point. I'm like, should we give him another year? Should we so, give him another year? I mean, I would say yes, but ideally not for him to be starting every game. Right? No, you're gonna I kill think, him. Well, you're gonna yeah. kill him, but like. The the leadership and like mentorship he can provide to these players would be invaluable. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I think uh, what I've been saying is that I really want Levi Colwell and the other youngsters around him to really mm-hmm. learn and develop and adapt his leadership and get what they can before he goes because I'd love oh, to see sure. that carry. So, but can't you can't teach stuff like that sometimes and it's just something that's natural he's a natural born leader so well and, um, and those guys you're, you're mentioning they can't stay on the pitch oh absolutely not they keep getting <laughs> so if you're talking about the index, so if you're talking about that they're made out of glass right now so <laughs> but i mean arguably though i mean reese james is going into that uh, he's, he's stupid good he looks great he's i mean even if we get him for 60 minutes a match, he's very vital for that. Team. Worth it, yeah. And then, uh, I mean, I'll take it. With the rotation with Gusto, too, I like Gusto a lot. I think they both provide really different options for Chelsea on the right side. Um, and we don't get us wrong, Jordan. We've been shitting on Chelsea for like the last nine weeks. And <laughs> now in the last, yeah, I mean, arguably the last two years. But in the last two weeks, I, we finally have something like bright to say about them. And, and now I'm like, bright future Chelsea? Is that. Is that true? Can we say that? <laughs> I, hey, this could be the turning point for us. I mean, we're. I mean, come on. That's the. That's the. That's a four-four draw from City. I know we're at home, but I mean, a team that hasn't really been gelling, and this is their first season under a new manager. I mean, I think I can see a lot of uh, light, light coming our way. So, I mean, yeah. I gotta stay positive. You have to. <laughs> well, yeah, but but I mean, if 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 you're looking long term and like. 
you got a young squad, you're trying to build it and get these guys good. Like Pochettino's a great guy to have lead that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're heading in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um I've I've liked what I've seen so far with him. I, I hope we have to understand now that we're not under Abramovich anymore. I think mm-hmm. that I'm hoping with this uh new ownership they're they're gonna give a lot more time to, to more projects. But I know I know a lot of the other Chelsea fans will probably say that I mean they don't know anything about um, giving people time. We're used to like swapping, pushing yeah. managers up. Now. So that's what we're known for. I mean, but I, I really think that, I don't know, Pochettino could do something special. And that's what I'm hoping. I like what I see so far. So um, I'm backing him. I'm backing him. Patience, right patience is key, man. Like mm-hmm. the, the lack of patience for some of these teams that are trying to come up and, and they're not coming with success quickly and people are freaking out. It, it's become a um a talking point for us even it's just like okay like yeah. do, are, are we overblowing this is this is this do people need to calm down and like you know we're only in week 12 right now we got a long <laughs> way to go like things can be very different uh, even a month from now i mean we saw tottenham in first place two weeks ago now they're in fourth and they might continue to drop and i think it's going to happen but it just goes to show how quickly things can flip you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the next goal. So Chelsea go up 2-1 with the Reese James pass, which was a very slick pass. Deadly, deadly through ball uh, to Sterling. Um, But then the following goal, City, uh, Akanji, just wide open. That was like, I thought at that point, I was like, oh, Chelsea's, they screwed up. Like, this is not looking good. Oh, yeah. That that was the, the free kick. The free header, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. I'm. I, I think it kind of happened a little quick for that free kick, and uh, Thiago Silva. I think that was his man, but I think he trusted someone to be behind him at that point. But yeah, that was just a free header. We should have done a lot better there. Should have done a lot better there. But... And then the yeah yeah the the butt ball <laughs> the next one that Holland got that where he kind of slid in there. They said it touched his arm a little bit, and I. I didn't I, see it. I didn't really. see it either, but I understand it happened so fast. And the way the camera was angled, if it did brush against his arm while it was going in goal, like there's no way they can call that back, right? <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't think so. But I will say from the angle I, I seen, I think even if it did touch his arm, it looked like the ball was passing line at that point. Yeah. So, and that, that's what I, I mean, thought too. Is like he's if that ball's not all the way over the line, it's like two centimeters away from, from passing that line. Like you can't tell me if you do call a handball there, you're going to call that not yeah. a goal. Like <laughs> way, way past that point. So yeah, I think that was fair. Um, but I will say uh, he's breaking records. I mean, first guy to get a goal with his, with the sack. So, I mean, <laughs> something. I mean, if, if he doesn't get the ball on door, I mean, that's, that's the, and balls in the door, you know, it's right there. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. This is his year. Yeah. This is his year. That might be the Puskas too. You never know. You never know. Um so after that goal, I think City goes up one more. Correct me if I'm wrong, or they tie it again. Nick oh, it's the Nick Jackson goal. Nick Jackson comes in. Yeah. Man, every time that ball hits his feet, I, I just think to myself, how's he gonna mess this up? And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, but that's just the way. Yeah, I, I, I understand. I understand. Uh, he hasn't been 
person to convert his chances, that's for sure. Um, but I do admire his um, ability to get into the right positions. Yeah. And work on off of that. Yeah. But as far as being a, a poacher, um, I mean, I, I never thought I'd, I'd say to myself, uh, watching a Chelsea striker get a hat trick and think, <laughs> should we be starting next game? You know <laughs> what I mean? So, I mean, I'm just hoping that, I mean, this is, what, four goals in two games now. So hopefully, I mean, maybe confidence is what he needs. He, he reminds Look, me. Be- Go ahead, Chad. I was just going to say, you going Nick Jackson or Morata? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's tough. <laughs> I mean, I think Nick Jackson has more goals than Morata right now in his first season, so. Probably. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then we still have half the season left, so right now I'd say more room, more room to grow. Let's go. Let's go. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mar- but, just, just to clarify, Morata has seven goals right now in uh, nine starts. So they're close. Okay. They're close. Yeah. I, I, I want to say Nick Jackson reminds me kind of of Nunez's shaky start last season where, you know, new league, got to get comfortable, roughly the same age. Um, you know, it takes time, especially when Chelsea has all these developing players, you know, to see him kind of at least have a glimpses of, of, of stardom. Um, and Nunez was kind of filled with stars. That, that Liverpool team already had a bunch of stars around him. So, I don't know. You put Nick yeah. Jackson in Liverpool, and maybe things look very different. It, it, it would be a kind of interesting, interchangeable uh, player. Um, I just think he needs to calm down. When the ball touches his feet, it looks like his brain is going a mile a minute. For sure. You can you can tell he's overthinking if yeah. he's a pass it or and that's what this problem is, is thinking too much. But that that comes with lack of confidence, though. Mm-hmm. That's that's If you're not confident in front of goal, you're always going to be overthinking, and that's why you're seeing that be the way it is. But I did uh, I did have a, a thought, though, and I did pull up something, is that um, I did – I mean, I don't know if you guys have heard it, but among the Chelsea fans, they have talked about him being a close – recognition to Drogba when he first got signed in. He mm. did a great preseason. Mm. So um, I know that in 11 games, 10 starts, he has five goals at the moment. So, and, and it's his third season of senior football. And if you compare Drogba's first five seasons, his first season, he had zero goals. And his uh, second season, he had seven goals. His third season, he had zero goals. Fourth, fourth season he had five goals, and then the fifth one he had three. So I mean, if you have a comparison in that, just based off of stats on paper, I mean, it's still it's still pretty early for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does have glimpses of him having that eagerness and having that hunger and confidence and small par- small parts. But I think at the moment, just being the 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 converter of chances is what is really lacking. And I think that comes with time though. And yeah. coach is the right guy to get that, the best out of him. So yeah, I, I think it's a the future. Yeah. I think it's like you said, he's getting into really good positions. So, um, you know, that's already a, kind of a hard part of the game to understand. And, and if he's kind of leading on that front, then like, that's pretty good. Like you can, you can kind of train the shot into a, a yeah. guy and like, Obviously, as he scores more goals, he'll get more confidence in him, and um, you know, probably start to calm down when he gets that chance. And um, yeah, you know, it, it, it's 
his preseason was great. That's why I like highlighted him in our uh, our fantasy pool. Um, and then it hasn't really materialized in the league, but he's got plenty of time ahead of him. So absolutely. And I think um, I think the pressure of us being in a gold draft as much as we are is a lot to weigh on his shoulders as well. If you looked at the preseason we had in Cuckoo, that was mm-hmm. also giving him a, an assistance of like getting the pressure off of him and get him getting goals. And the fact that he's the star player right now to get the main, everyone's looking at him to be the guy to do it. I think that also is a lot to uh, contribute to his form too. So but I think November being the month that Cuckoo comes back, I don't know, you might see something different. Maybe he, he needs someone around him like that, or at least, uh, some friendly competition, at least in that starting squad. So, mm-hmm. well, his stats yeah. at Villarreal were really, really good, considering that league had uh, some pretty feisty defenders. We looked up the stat today: 137 red cards in the La Liga uh, last season. So, I'm sure people were diving at his shins all the time and and making it very difficult. So, to put 12 goals in in 16 games is quite impressive. It'll just yeah. It'll take some time, different physicality, a lot colder in these next couple of months. Um, yeah. I'm really curious how the weather yeah. is going to change things up and make teams a little more, uh, I mean, not as loose, especially the older guys. I think I think it will affect them as we start to age. I understand it more and more. <laughs> the cold weather really grinds on your knees. And uh, I'm curious yeah. how, how, like, the Mo Salas and the Virgil and, and Hell Tiago, like, how are these guys going to do from December to February when it's damn cold? Mm-hmm. I love these next months. Yeah. Those next months are like so telling of what a team's going to do. I think it's a pivotal point too. You might see a lot of shifts in that in that table, mm-hmm. especially at the top right now. Which uh, yeah, it's gonna, it's going to get spicy this next couple of months. It's going <laughs> to get real spicy. But let's let's talk about the last goal. Um, Cole Palmer getting himself a PK. Uh, Broyad. Earning, earning the PK, which City, I don't know what the hell they were doing on defense, totally blowing it, I, making ridiculous tackles. Um, and then, of course, a great hesitation move to earn the PK. Uh, how joyous were you when when he called? Because oh. I, I was sitting right here, and I stood up, and I was like, let's go! <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was, it was at that point with the moments of the game. I mean, I was... I was very hopeful still. We still looked threatening in some positions, and I think that's what caused that tackle to happen. Yep. Man City was a little frantic in the back, and they felt the pressure was on. And I think Brozier coming in, I think that was a great substitution for Poch. I think that's exactly mm-hmm. what we needed. Um, yeah, I couldn't have been happier. And I, but I will say that to have the pressure of uh, Cole Palmer come, stepping up, nine minutes of a game, being at his age, against his former club nonetheless, was great to see. Amazing to see. I stood up. I, I, I was. It was. It was too much. It was all blur after that. So it was great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Cole Palmer the whole game. I, I looked like he was playing with something to prove. Like mm-hmm. he Absolutely. was out there to show Pep, like you fucked up, not giving me any play time. Here you go. You know. <laughs> now, did, did you see? Was Sorry, go go ahead, Jordan. I was going to say it was that, and plus I think Raheem had something to say too, not only to Pep, but also to uh, old Gareth Southgate too. Mm. Even though I don't think he got the call. Um, up, I don't think but, he did. Yeah, I, but I think I, I mean, honestly, I thought Sterling 
maybe was talking to those two, but also maybe felt some type of way about Doku, kind of like taking over his role because he yeah. played he played how Doku played last week against Boardman. Yeah. Like he was styling on that pitch, making those runs. You know, gets the the nutmeg on him and everything. Like Sterling yeah. was was a, a different player. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. But but I will say, Reese James did his, a, a great job pocketing Doku, no matter how threatening mm, he was. Yeah, I do want to throw that in there. I do want to throw that in there. So yeah, it was a really great match. Now, see, Jordan, you don't know this, but I chose Chelsea to be in my top four um, at the end of the season. And if this is the Chelsea that shows up week in week out, I'd be more than happy to put them back in my top four. Like honestly, they play up to the team at least in the last you know two weeks, three weeks, mm-hmm. whatever you know the wins yeah. they've been getting don't you wish they had this fire every week that's that's what my next thing was is that you you from this game and the tottenham game you you have the quality you have everything you need you have the players around you nothing's really changed you should be getting results mm-hmm. and i'm actually i want them to step up right now more than ever honestly I, yeah. there's no really any excuses but i i do know that for whatever reason and I don't know. It, it's just that the smaller teams that sit back, we have such a hard time breaking those defenses down. Yeah. And we play a lot better, you can see from the Tottenham game and the City game, teams who come at us. And it's a well-balanced match. And that's when I think that we shine the most. But, I mean, yeah, I think I think all the players are there. Cuckoo's coming back um, at the end of November here. And I think there's we should be on a – I'm hoping for a winning streak after this. So, yeah. I think we have a good momentum right now. We have good momentum right now. We'll, and like you said, this is the pivotal point. This is going to be a change in time, so maybe this is our chance to take advantage of that. So Yeah, and, okay. and I mean, you got, like, decent matchups coming up. You got Newcastle mm-hmm. after the break, which Newcastle, you know, how many injuries have we got? They're, they're struggling, you know? The castle's <laughs> oh, crumbling, oh. Chad. The castle but is they, crumbling. They, <laughs> they should come out and play, right? Not, not sit too back too much. So um, that should be good. Then, you know, Brighton mm-hmm. after that, like, they don't sit back. They come out and play. So, but they you know, just off... I think. I think. Yeah. I think the two you just said, Newcastle and Brighton, are very winnable for Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be tough. No, but... no, no that, that's what I'm saying. Is those teams will come out and play. So, it should allow Chelsea to. You know, they've built off these two games, and you're not going into you know a a, a Sheffield or someone that's going to pack mm. the box like. Um, it, it, I think. Chelsea can win those and probably should. And then, you know, even the week after that, Brighton is, is United, which, you know, between the two squads, I'd lean Chelsea is, is the better fit squad and, um, you know, coming into better form. So, yeah, Chelsea could make a good push here over the next few weeks. I mean, we already knocked uh, them, uh, Brighton, out of the uh, EFL. I, I don't think we have any, like, fear of, not getting three points there. I think that we're pretty conf- confident against them. Even in preseason, we were, we're looking good against them. So, I don't know. I think we'll be good there. Newcastle will be interesting. And then um, United will be the battle of the mid-tables for sure. So, we'll <laughs> <laughs> part that one too, though. It's good yeah. friendly rivalries. All right, I think we nailed that game. Anything else you guys want to bring up about it? But- we got to talk about the Walker handball that just was not called. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah the hell's that i don't know <laughs> Anthony Taylor. Uh, clearly like and even if he doesn't see it what's that the line ref doing like did they even review it did they yeah, even review no. it I, 
they just played on. They even questioned played it. On. That played on. I don't know if you heard the commentators, but they were like, they were they saw the replay and they were like, yeah, it's a, it's a handball, but uh, you know, Walker's not not doing anything to like. To, I, I forget exactly what they said to like influence the play or something. I was like, "What do you mean?" But his arm was out. It was in this unnatural position. Like, what? Then what is natural anymore? Who like, who makes up what's what's a natural yeah. position? Yeah, that that was that was wild. Um, I mean, it, it you know would have just been a free kick, but that was a free kick right on the edge of the box. That's another threatening situation for Chelsea. So it could change the result. Mm-hmm. They could have changed the result, and I, there was, a, I think, there was a lot of other side um, controversial calls. A lot of the goals that came was both of them was when Connor Gallagher was down mm-hmm. um, from a debatable foul. Um, I, they didn't review any of that either, so he was down <laughs> on the pitch uh, for a bit, and then that's when they won the penalty for on their side. And then the other one came was right out. I think it was the uh, the free kick they had, but either way, I mean, to not even review it, question yeah. how like how. I've been is just ludicrous. They'll send you an apology. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, you'll get the, only apology, the only apology I'm getting is I'm getting that pen, throwing that apology away, getting the pen and signing another petition. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> um, did y'all see Mudrick wipe his boogers on Kyle Walker? I did see that. It was pretty good. It was that. a full life. Yeah. Pop. Oh, yeah. Do you also see the Kova one, too? Kovacic? No. Yeah. Uh, after um, there's a viral video going on uh, after Palmer got his goal, uh, Kovacic kind of does a little turn and goes like a little. Kind of like <laughs> it was like very subtle. It was very subtle and very quick, but it was like almost a little small celebratory thing. And once the blue, it was the blue, I guess. So that's it, you know. He he, he traded for the light blue, and he's like I'm more of a dark blue fan, honestly. <laughs> Plus, he did a lot of memories at the bridge. He forgot he was there, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is his first light blue team. That's yeah, true. Was. Madrid yeah. was dark blue. Inter, dark blue. Chelsea, dark blue. Yep. Yeah. Doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel right. <laughs> All right, boys. I want to play a fun little game with us. Cool. Let's do it. Jordan, this is a little game. We call this true. That might be true. Totally ridiculous. I'm going to ask a question. I want you to... Take it all in, spit it back out. This one's gonna be. Uh, this one's gonna be. I think it's gonna get your uh, juices flowing. Y'all ready? <clears throat> ready? Yeah. True. That might be true. Totally ridiculous. Cole Palmer is better than Kai Havertz. Uh, you mean like? Is this like currently or just hey man, in general? He's just better. He's just better. <laughs> Jordan, your thoughts? You true? True. true. Or that oh, might yeah. be true. I, I feel like I got to say that might be true. I know you do. Only because we, we don't know enough about Palmer yet. Well, won the Champions League last year. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Havertz won the Champions League the year before. Both players weren't. Re- now, would you say Havertz had a big uh, influence in that Champions League run? He got the yeah. winning goal. Yeah, he got okay. the winning goal. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the main takeaway for sure. But I think that he definitely contributed as we didn't have really a big striker at the time. So, I mean, he's mm-hmm. the false, false nine out of fall in that position. So, I think, yeah, I think he was definitely influential. But nowadays, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll try to take it over. 
<laughs> Look, uh, he's he's looking better over the past few weeks, but he's been playing on that right side when Odegaard is out. So I think this is his issue now. Is like on that right side, he seems to be able to operate much better, get on the ball much more, um, you know, have more of a contribution. Whereas that left side, he gets like very little time on the ball. He makes a lot of runs, but I think by design, players don't look to him. I think he he just drags the line, which is fine. But again, it's it doesn't help your stats. <laughs> um, all that said, you know he he's had a few clear cut to like pretty solid shot opportunities that have gone wide or you know straight at the keeper or um, just aren't hit as, as nicely as he should. Um, I don't know that I would say he's worse than Cole Palmer though, at this point, like it just, I think it's too early in Palmer's career to, to really gauge him compared to Havertz. But sure. um, currently I'd say, you know, based on form and, and how they're, they're playing, like currently Palmer is, is the more promising player. I think this is purely psychological. I think Havertz doesn't have that confidence right now. He's still figuring it out. While Cole Palmer feels like he has something to prove. I, I don't know if, if Havertz yeah. has that, at least from, you know, neutral coming yeah. from the outside. Like, does, does he want to prove? Like, I don't see the same type of drive from from Palmer to Havertz when I watch yeah. him play. Now, granted, I don't yeah. watch every Chelsea game. I don't watch every Arsenal game. But it's it's when I do get to see them, they look very different in terms of, of – aggressiveness and and confidence yeah. on the ball Havertz has that that play style kind of like Ozil though where it's like looks very uninterested and um like lacks lackadaisical I guess yeah. right um but that that was kind of the the comments that I've seen through the early stages of, of the season people just want to see like a little more aggression and a little more fight and then you know you get that tackle against Newcastle and like it was a little crazy but like there's some aggression, there's some, some fight. And, you know, he's been stronger in challenges and, um, you know, is, is playing better. But again, it's in that right side where once Odegaard comes back, do we just shift him back to the left? And then he's same old habits that we've seen, or does he just play like Odegaard backup right now? And, you know, we, we find someone else for the left side or, or what? I don't know. But, um, I, just, I want that guy to get a goal at least. <laughs> That's what he needs it, dude. He needs yeah. it bad. Anyway, that... no, you can tell. No, it's, it's a psychological factor. It's, it's almost the same thing as Nico Jackson. It's, mm-hmm. it's you can just tell he's overthinking everything. And what just based off of uh, past experience with Kai, how is he doing in his uh, his tro- like his European like tournament games? Um, I mean, honestly, it's kind of the same. Like. It, it's in the in the bigger bigger games i feel like but i mean yeah i i mean like i mean our our champions league get, group isn't you know there's no like big team in there so i don't think that's really called to him too much so like that newcastle game was you know a most recent big game and like he showed up pretty well for that you know didn't get a goal or an assist but played his role you know his his one 
challenge. Yes, got him a yellow, but also got three other Newcastle players booked at the same time. So, like, that's a pretty big win right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, yeah, I highlight something. That's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like Havertz yeah. is in this role where it's like, just don't mess up. Just do your job. You don't need to be yeah. overly fancy. You got other players yeah. around you who can who can do that for you. Yeah, and, and that's the thing too is like, we know Arteta has like a pretty strict vision of like what he wants from each role. Um, you know, Granite Shaka was kind of able to just mold into that pretty easily. Kai is struggling with that. Um, will he get there? I don't know, but. If anything, he can be like a backup to Odegaard, a, a tall striking option. You know, he's he's just got to get a goal. <laughs> as soon as he does, Chaz is gonna have this like you're gonna Chaz's shoulders are right here talking about Kai Havertz, and eventually it's gonna be like this. <laughs> I swear, like every time, like especially his past few games, like Sheffield and, and Burnley, I was like, this is the game. You know, he can grab a goal. Not a big team, but like yep. at least grab a goal that's not like this pity penalty against Bournemouth. Like, was like please, here, please don't fuck this up, please. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to this next question here. Um, with thirteen goals and three assists in twelve games, true that might be true. Totally ridiculous. Holland is underperforming. I'd say true. I'm with you. I think that's true as well. And and yeah. my reason behind that being true is I don't think he's getting fed enough. He doesn't have De Bruyne. I don't. I see. That's where that's where the first point. I know you're probably being sarcastic right now, Chad. But the quality that. <laughs> A uh, little bit, but also not. Like, <laughs> Do you think that's because, though, De Bruyne just is like force feeding him, which is what they should be doing anyway? I mean, you see the balls that De Bruyne can throw into that guy, yeah, and they're but, served on a plate. But you could throw any ball at that guy. I could throw balls at that guy, and I think he would score them. I don't think they're doing it enough. That's that's the point I'm trying to make, is is when you have talents like Bernardo Silva and Phil Foden and, and Kovacic now, who's supposed to be this legendary passer, um, Doku now on the wing, uh, yeah. feed the man. And I hate saying it because I hate City, but I just – don't think they're feeding him enough, which is crazy because he has 13 goals in 12 games. Well, I, I've also seen a couple of matches now where I've seen um, him off the ball. I just kind of like highlighted him. And I can see there's a very tight defense that surrounds him to the point where he's always covered. Mm, and sure. I might contribute to something, might not, but I'm just saying that Maybe some, maybe uh, his first season in the Premier League, some coaches got together and try, maybe found some things that stopped him from being so threatening. He still is threatening, obviously, but I mean, I don't, he's on I don't pace. Know. He's on pace to score forty-three goals. <laughs> <laughs> he's still. I don't think. I don't think they've shut him down. I think they've. I think they've brought him down one peg, just one. Which, which, and he's missing arguably the best player in the Premier League, in De Bruyne. So, Jordan, is that true? Might be true. In performing, I think may be true. I think it may be true. So, what what would be if what would be uh, 
if he was underperforming, where do you think his stats would be right now? Because right now he's leading the league with 13 goals. Next is Salah with 10. Is 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 one goal a game okay for him? <laughs> I know, man. I'm trying to make a deal. Yeah, it's it's really it's really tough. Um, yeah, that's why it's a might be true. I'm not sure. <laughs> you put you put Holland on any other team right now too, and I bet the same stats are happening. I don't think much is changing. Um, the scouting report on him is probably so different from last year because not a lot of teams mm-hmm. understood where he was going to play, how he was going to play. So I'm not too surprised now with, with the, the point you brought up of how you know teams are collapsing on him a lot quicker. We saw Arsenal do it almost to the perfect you know, perfection with Saliba on him. Um, I don't know, man. This dude scares me. He's only, what is he, 23? Like, we're so screwed yeah. for the next decade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just need him to get yeah. bored at City and, like, I don't know, go go elsewhere. Go to Real or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a robot. Or, or, or if Mbappe is going to go Real, have Holland go to Barca. Let's, like, reinvigorate that rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One more for you guys. True, that might be true. Totally ridiculous. Manchester United isn't that bad. Now, what do you mean by that bad? <laughs> now, they're, they're sixth in the league. So I'm going to elaborate. Mm-hmm. Are they the sixth best team in the Premier League? Now, we, mm-hmm. can, we can go down from them. We've got Newcastle beneath them, Brighton, West Ham, Chelsea, Brentford, all in that order. I think, I'll start it off here. I think they might, probably are the sixth best team. I think, I think the league is kind of shifting in a way where the top five is going to be pretty heavy. I think that is going to split off with Ashton Villa. Tottenham's going to hang around. Arsenal, Liverpool, City. I think that's going to be your five. Okay? And then I think you got this middle pack. And then I think you got your bottom pack. And I think Man U is probably the top in terms of quality in that middle pack. But I just don't think they're that bad. Now, they have a lot of injuries. They're gonna have to overcome a lot of things, but they're slowly they're slowly trickling back. I know they just beat Luton Town one nil, late winner. I know they got some things they got to work out, but with the talent they have, they shouldn't be worse. How about that? They shouldn't be worse than mm. sixth. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I I guess I'm between like six and seven, like, um. Because of Newcastle? I think, yeah, I think I'd rate Newcastle a touch higher than them. Um, but obviously we're seeing Newcastle has some depth issues. Mm-hmm. So, um, whereas, you know, United has probably a similar number of injuries, and especially to key players. Um, and United's kind of hanging on, and... Um, yeah, you know, it's a, a one nil win past Luton, but you got to grind out games. Um, I would have loved to win one nil against Luton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd say six or seven is like proper positioning for them. I mean, go look at their injury report right now. I'm going to read it off to you guys. Okay. Ready for this? Casemiro mm-hmm. out. Martinez out. Juan Basaka got a fever. He's out. Luke Shaw. Uh, Erickson just went out with a knee injury. Ho- Hoyland just went out with a hamstring injury. And, of course, our favorite Jaden Sancho is 
I don't even know where he is at this point. So <laughs> that right there, we're all players that were starting for them, and now they're just gone for X amount of time. They're, the return date on these guys are after an international break, but I'm pretty sure that it's a default uh, just because yeah. they're hoping they can make it back by then. Um, I don't know. I just think when you have when you have Bruno, who, let's be honest, hate the guy, but he's really good. When he's on your team, he works really hard for the team. So. He works really hard. He wants to win. He wants he wants to prove that uh, you know when you win the Man United kit, you got something to prove. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't think. Uh, I don't think in terms of style of play and their fluidity in their game. I don't think United's there. Um, I think they've gotten lucky a couple of the last few matches, and okay. that's what's been the difference. But I mean, that's what's make, that's what's making them, you know, in that position in the first place. They are clinical when they need to be, but as far as just watching them on a day day basis, it's nowhere near pretty. I would say. <laughs> I I'd, <laughs> I'd argue a majority of teams right now in the Premier League aren't pretty. That's that's true. That's why I'm arguing yeah. they're sixth best. I mean, Chelsea yeah, Chelsea can make a run. They could. They're only five points behind. It's so – God, we're at week 12, and it's still so early. These, this mm-hmm. board can jump so far, but I've seen West Ham look ugly. I've seen Brighton look ugly. Newcastle look ugly. Uh, the list goes on. So they are the, the prettiest of the uglies, I think is what I'm <laughs> trying to say here. And, and, you know, Jordan, you don't know this. We shit on Man United for like 50 minutes two weeks ago. It was a hell of an episode, and I still don't feel too different about how they are now, but I just don't. I think the the disparity of of talent from this middle of the table part, like they're still the best of the the middle part of the table. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, like I said, I think they've 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 been the one thing they've had. Uh, that most teams have not is just being clinical at the right times. And yeah, that's what's been the difference. And that's what separates them from the seventh spot to the tenth. Well, so, it's it's freaking I'm, McTominay, man. Yeah, yeah. The dude comes Mc, in there yeah. and scores stupid goals in the 90th minute and bails and McTominay out. McTominay yeah. and yeah, the random yeah. Bruno kick that just <laughs> finds the net. Ridiculous. <laughs> All right, should we get into the portion where we uh, just kind of jot through games here and kind of pick out what we saw and what we think yeah uh let's do uh let's do bournemouth and newcastle bournemouth beating Ooh. newcastle um jordan did you see the fan talking to kieran trippier after the end of the game see that yeah i did see that oh you, uh, did, you did not yeah. i did not what did, i'm sorry did you see trippier talking to the fan after the game yeah i, did see it. Yeah, I saw it i saw it yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah, I, did. Yeah. I think i think with the fan and Trippier are both right. I think Trippier saying we got a lot of injuries. Like, what do you expect? But I, I think the fans are like this is Bournemouth we're talking about here. Like, are you kidding yeah. me? Uh, Bournemouth scored a, sco- has scored eleven goals uh, and beat them two nil, and, and Newcastle scored twenty seven. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, think the fans right? Like, uh, yeah, it's a little bit of both. I'd say like obviously injuries play a part. You can't rotate as much. Um, you know, Newcastle coming off their midweek Champions League game, like 
probably a lot of the same players that played midweek had to play this weekend. So I get they're tired, but I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, it's Bournemouth. Like if you got to hunker down and, you know, just sit back and, you know, send Anthony Gordon on a, a counter and to grab a one goal, you know, smash and grab sort of thing, then do it. Like you don't have to come out full speed guns blazing every single game if, if you don't got the, the manpower and energy to do so. They were without Bruno too, which strategically Newcastle planned to have suspended for this game. Um, so I don't know why fans are like, this is kind of supposed to be their drop game, if anything. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought fans were kind of blowing this out of proportion. Um, but again, it is Bournemouth and Bournemouth has been pretty bad. So I, yeah. I think they're both right. That's, that's kind of what I'm, you know, looking at it from both sides. They're both right. Uh, we got, okay, Wolves-Tottenham. Okay, Whew. here's the stat behind this one. Tottenham held the lead for 88 minutes in this game. That is the longest time a Premier League team has held a lead to lose a game in the Premier League. Damn. <laughs> That's it, you know? <laughs> I watched this game from my bed. I watched a majority of it. I got to the 90th minute. I got so tired, I closed my eyes. And then at the 95th minute, I went, it's 2-1? And Kristen was like, yeah. I was like, what did I miss? She's like, they scored two. I was like, are you kidding me? And I, I woke up to the sound of, the Wolves are going to get away with a win. And I was like, what the hell? It was the kind of like a great morning to react, like to, to come alive to. I was like, oh, she's going to drop two in a row. Um, I don't know. I was pretty excited about the Wolves in that one. Yeah, I mean... I, I think it was clear, you know, Tottenham is, is missing the creativity that Madison brings. Yeah. Um, you know, the the solidity in defense without Romero or um, Van de Ven. Like, there's a lot of changes in that squad, but that was the big question mark we had in those early games. Like, how will this team look when, when you lose players? And, uh, you know, here we are. And uh, I see a lot of... Tottenham fans and even some neutral fans online saying, you know, like big up Ainge for sticking to his game and, and playing his game. And it's like, but that's just bad managing, right? Like you gotta, you gotta manage and plan for the game ahead with the squad that you have, right? Like if you ain't got Madison to create, you need a new plan. Like, and, and it's not just, put someone in Madison's spot and say, you do the job because it's, it's just not going to be the same thing. But if that's how he wants to play, let the man cook. Well, they cooked and they lost. <laughs> he burnt it. Yeah. Over well done. <laughs> uh, side stat, did you guys see that? Uh, you probably know this, but Timberwolves and Spurs in the NBA. Uh, Tim, the Wolves beat Spurs. And I was what? like, what a uh, little... Same day? I went into there. That was on Friday. Whoa. I was Whoa. like, it was written in the stars before we even had a chance. You know? Yeah. <laughs> was it close? It was uh, 117 to 110. Pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. yeah. That's fascinating. So, yeah. I mean, but like... To, to give away two goals and, and at a time, like, 
It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. That seems to be the trend of this season. This this whole World like Cup goals, style yeah. of injury time given, the nine plus minutes, it's so intimidating to teams where I think they freak out when they see a plus nine come up. They're like, what? We've never had this in our careers. Mm-hmm. It's the first yeah. time. We're gonna do, I got to do this for nine more minutes. <laughs> Tiago Silva's going, Actually, nine more minutes? <laughs> <laughs> It's like long ago at that point. Nine minutes probably feels like a lifetime. Dude, that's what I'm saying. You're seeing that, that clock almost tick over to 90. You're like, all right, you know, like 10, yeah. 12 more minutes. Let's go. And then you got another 10 and on top. Like, it's 10% of a game. I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> uh, Everton beating Crystal Palace. Now, Everton was in the bottom of the bottom of the bottom. And now they're sitting at 14th which is just crazy that it was yeah. three weeks ago we were saying they're probably going to get relegated here. Now I'm like, I think they're going to be okay. Um, beating Palace, who Palace has shown up. They've been all right. Mm-hmm. They haven't been shitty. Uh, Jordan, fun fact, Ray Hodgson with Crystal Palace in all of his time managing him, managing them, he has never made five subs up until uh, last game against Tottenham. And then this recent game, he went back to three subs. We Chad and I had a little... Tiff, I don't think he knew the new rule change that you can make yeah, five subs. Probably, probably do. I someone brought it up on the on the I think it was the Crystal Palace sub. Oh no, it was the Tottenham sub. They're like Roy Hodgson decided to make five subs against us for the first time ever, and uh, I don't know, man. I think he figured out this rule and he did it, and then he hated it, and now he's back to three subs. And uh, oh, fun fact about Roy, I mean, he is pretty old. He's like seventy eight. Yeah, yeah, it's, he's probably living in the. In the... In the older times right now. That's crazy that he's never that's wild. Stuff. First time, yeah. Um players. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you can do it, Roy. You can do more. Uh not yeah, yeah kind of shock on that one, everything pulling away. Um I think the big one, the interesting one is Brighton Sheffield. Bright Chad and I are big Brighton homers. We've we've kind of been rooting for Brighton. They've been our our B team, the one we kinda wanna root we want to see do well. And now I think they just shit the bed. I think, I think the spotlight got too bright. <sighs> Good players, it's, it, bad team. Something, you know. I, I, they lost Dunk and Estupinian through injury. Yep. So like those are two big defensive players. But I mean, you should still be able to get past Sheffield's. Yep. You know. Um, I don't know. They're, they're definitely struggling. They're. Now six games without a win. Started hot and burning out real quick. <laughs> well, here's their injury report. No return date. Sully March. No return date. Danny Wilback. No return date. Lewis Dunk. No return date. Privacy Stupion. No return date. James Milner, which it's James, but they don't know when they're do when their their starters are gonna come back. So that's that's yeah. pretty worrying. Um I don't think the future is too bright for Brighton. Uh, <laughs> I didn't play that. Yeah, you know, it's such a bummer. Like uh-huh. when they're on, they're they're a lot of fun to watch. You know, especially yep. if if Matoma's on his game, and Sick. um, you know, a Dringa came out of nowhere and has looked pretty good. Had a great run to yeah. get a goal in, in this one, but like they just they're a mess. They're they're hot and cold, and their hot moments now are like. A handful of minutes in a game rather Super than the bright. whole game. Yeah. 
last one we have on the board. I'm sorry, we got two more. Ashton Villa, Fulham. Pretty straightforward for me. Yeah. Uh, I got Ashton Villa finishing top four this year. I still stand. I'm going to say it every week. They're going to finish top four this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emery's a mastermind. When he when when things are going right, that team could be the best in the league. I can't wait to see them play City. That's got to be in the next month. Well, they got Tottenham next, so that'll be big because that's that's five and six or uh, four and five right there. So, mm. you know, Tottenham will be home still without some big players. You know, Villa at home is is hot. Sometimes away they they cool off, but. I think that'll be a spicy one. They got they got yeah. City at home, uh, December sixth. Mm, okay, coming that'll, up. That'll probably be the highlight one of the weekend. And then last, but not least, West Ham versus Forest. West Ham sneaking by Forest. Um, probably should have smoked them, honestly, the way that the form they've been in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but three two. I thought Forest had actually pretty pretty decent against West Ham. Yeah. Uh, the finishing, though, behind West Ham's goals were just immaculate. I can't really well, get much got, better than you that. you got two Ward-Prowse assists from the corners in there, so you know those are served to you exactly where you need them. <laughs> Joey, we had this argument earlier in the year. Why didn't more teams go for James Ward-Prowse? That's a valid question. Yeah, just seeing, seeing those, uh, how he's been, yeah, it's very shocking. Where are the scouts at? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, not Southampton. I mean, I like his set piece delivery is great. His free kicks are one of the best, if not the best, in the Premier League. Like, I think on that alone, more teams should have looked at him. For sure. How old is he? Uh, he's twenty nine, so he's up there. Um, up there. You need, you need a balanced squad. Like, you need experience on your team. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like you look at a team like Tottenham, wouldn't they love to have both Madison and James Ward-Prowse for this very reason while Madison's hurt? It's like, this would have been a direct... I feel like you could have easily played them both, despite them kind of doing the same thing. But now, they don't have either of them. (laughs) A team like West Ham does. And West Ham is so stacked in the mid. Uh, I think they have a a midfield problem. Yeah, they have too much talent. (laughs) Yeah, it, Moyes has to find like a the perfect balance now. And dude, he's starting Suchek at uh, attacking mid. I don't think that's the move. I get why he's doing it for for his height, but like I I don't think I'd rather have Ward Prowse up there. Yeah, but I mean he is tall, <laughs> and when you're going against a short yeah. team, it is it is it can be effective. True, um, but I I do I I do believe they're overloading their midfield and. Uh, I don't know. They need they need better strikers so they can mm-hmm. let Bowen kind of fall off and, and be outside the box a little more. But hey man, let the man cook. <laughs> All right, we nailed our games. Uh Jordan, on the last part of our little pod here, we like to do player of the week, team of the week, goal of the week. You're welcome to get a vote in this. Um we kind of make our list here and we kinda just you know Debate on what we think. We're usually we're pretty generous. We like to agree with each other. But let's just start with player. Mm. My player of the week is Cole Palmer. Because of the ice in his veins when he stepped up to that. Now that was that took a long time from PK, uh the initial call to when he actually kicked it. Two, three minutes maybe. It might have even felt longer to him. 
Um, and they just absolutely banged it. Like the into, into to earn the draw against City. Um, Cole Palmer is my player of the week. I don't think anyone could could be in that mindset. Or very few players could be in that same mental mindset mind and and score that goal. So that's my vote. Yeah, um, I like the Palmer shout. Um, you know, even all game, he was trying to cause issue, trying to be a threat, trying to, you know, force the ball forward. And, um, a lot of times did cause issue for, for city's backline. Um, my only counter to that is going to be, uh, Sarabia on wolves, Mm -hmm. 20 minutes, one goal, one assist to get the, 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 the lead, the win. That's that super sub that you want. I, Different uh, realms of the game, certainly, but... Chad, I'm going to correct you. Ten minutes. Oh, well, he was on the field for like 20 minutes, but I guess, was yeah. He? I have his sub at the 87. I, so. um, I thought it was. Fact check, man. I'm Let's on, see. On at the 87, goal at the 91. Uh, well, yeah, but on at 87, and then, yeah, you know, game ended at... 97. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Hey, man. <laughs> You're right. Math is hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So even more impressive. Okay. Yeah, right. I, was, I know. I was saying, I just scored nine goals that game. <laughs> Jordan, you got a selection? Nah, uh, I'm probably going to second the Colt Bomber <laughs> just because, I mean, you got to. Yeah. I mean, like, you, you know everything you said, but, um, from watching the game, a lot of the plays went through him, and I also feel like he had something to prove. It was a it was a great thing to see him go against his old manager. Celebration at the end. Hey, we're huge on context. We're huge on context. When that when when you were in an environment like that, you get so many leeway points with us. We're like, yeah, you deserve it. Yeah, oh, yeah, you oh, do. yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I segue segue to team. I got three, but I think I'm gonna go with Chelsea because. Come on. Four yeah, goals. I mean, it, you deserve it. I, I, I had Chelsea. Um, I had Wolves. I had Bournemouth. Oh, you know, too, dude. Same team. <laughs> um, like, I, I, I want to really do Wolves or Bournemouth because they came out with some big wins. But yep. Chelsea to, to have this, like, tug of war with City and, like, go toe-to-toe with them and – you know, uh, uh, arguable foul for the penalty, so maybe could have come away with an actual win. Dude, we would have rioted if you didn't call that a PK. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 the Holland one. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. If that wasn't called a PK, like, this could have maybe played out to be a Chelsea win. For sure. Um, either way, the whole league thanks Chelsea taking yeah, points we do. off City. So. We were all Chelsea fans <laughs> that day, every yeah. single one of us. <laughs> I'm assuming Chelsea is your team of the week. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll tell you right now, I think Chelsea probably had people lose a lot of money on bets. So, oh, uh, for sure. I'm sure they were, the, they were surprising for a lot of people, I, I imagine. So, I mean, got to pay the paper. Probably, so, probably Anthony Taylor was going, hey, they'll never expect this. <laughs> also, on the side, too, uh, Pochettino, uh, Knows what it's like to be a, a Chelsea man now. Now that he went, I, I don't know if you guys seen it at the end of the game, directly 
beeline to uh, Anthony Taylor, yeah. started just going off on him, and I'm like, get used to that. As long as this guy's in the league, you're gonna be used to that. So yeah, I'm to see, starting to see it, and uh, hopefully, um, hopefully we have better results next time. We got our eyes on you. Last one, goal of the week. I got three. Uh, Zinchenko, Karate Chop, Diego Jota, Quick Runner Banger, and the Zarabia Wolves goal. Um, I don't know how to choose between the three. I think, con- <laughs> again, context means a lot. I think I go Zarabia um, because he came on. And let's do some quick math. Four minutes later, he scored you're the goal. math guys. Yeah, I got the math today. Four minutes later, he scored the goal that brought them even. And then six minutes later, he got the assist. Uh, and it was a pretty sweet goal. It was so. a slick-ass goal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that's probably my pick. Um, the only other one I had besides those three was Adringa's goal, just because his run was nice cutting through the defense. But then, like, doesn't feel as cool when you just went and drew against Sheffield. So Yeah. <laughs> Context. Yeah. Jordan, do you do any shout outs you want to give? I would I would probably give it to mm-hmm. I like that Zinchenko's goal. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm telling you, he's been going to karate class. You could obviously see it coming out. So, I mean, it is a great goal because that that's such that's that kick is so easy to just put too much power on it and yeah. shoot it over, you know? Yeah. I Ooh. wish his arms were so, like this a little more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kung Fu for sure. Uh, that one, and then I also want to shout out uh, T. Silva for joining the, the highest age. To, That's uh, true. Uh, okay, so, I mean, you got to give the man some credit there. So, I'm glad he made the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the oldest players, of course. So. Give him the flowers. That was, his, that was his first goal this year, right? I think it was. Yeah, uh, I believe so. Have been. Yeah. I believe so. He'll score again. He'll break the record again. <laughs> hey, if you, you find him in the box on a on – a, on a, we had her in the box like, most likely going in. He's, he's yeah. a great player. 1984. Holy shit. That's crazy. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you want to say? Zarabia? <sighs> I, I, I liked the Zinchenko goal. Um, I'm happy with it. It was karate. It was... There's a lot of technique to that, but I think the context of Sarabia's goal and it, it being itself a like pretty technical goal. Um, I think I'm leaning that way. Let's lean into it. Sarabia goal of the week. Cole Palmer player, Chelsea team. Thank you, Chelsea. I don't, th- I don't think you and uh, probably enough, but uh, bright future Chelsea. That's what I'm leaning into. And I, there you I, go. Look, Drew, I'm not kidding. If I, I think this is my list. Where's my list? Uh, Oh, I think it's on my corkboard. I can't. I don't have access to it, but I do have Chelsea pegged as number four for this year. And Could happen. Come on up. We'll meet you there. This isn't, this, hey, I think I, I think I see some light <laughs> coming from the. Don't the tenth place over here. So I think, I think, I think, uh, I think that's the billion dollars shining. <laughs> <laughs> Look, anything that knocks Tottenham down further, I, I'm game for. So, um, those, I think those wheels officially fell off. So I think. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, coming. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. I think we did it. Yeah. Anything else we want to say? Any other football news we want to bring up? Um, just since I was doing Sac Republic news, um, yep. USL final was last night, Sunday. Um, 
Phoenix Rising. They they never say die. Um, Charleston Battery had the lead majority of the game. Uh, ninety right around the ninetieth minute. Um, Phoenix Rising gets a basically free header in the box. Takes it the extra time. Uh, you know, not not a whole lot happens in the extra time. Goes the PKs. Phoenix uh, comes up. Um, tries the Paneka penalty first. No, they didn't. First shot. You're not you're not fooling anyone with the first shot like that. So you know it's saved. Um, Charleston makes theirs. Phoenix comes up again. Uh, just like a terrible hit gets saved. They're you know now down two. Um, Charleston comes up makes theirs, and then Phoenix just flipped the script on them. <laughs> just went you know made their last three. Charleston came up and. Everyone, no one has taken a PK in their life. Like wow. they, they were trying to just like pass it in, but with the least amount of power you could do, and they just, they just crumbled. So, um, didn't want Phoenix to win after knocking out Sack, but th- never say die, and, hey, and they did it. If 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 my team gets knocked out of a tournament, the team that knocks us out better win it, because then I just feel better. You know what I mean? That's it's like, fair. Yeah. It's like okay, so we were second best to them. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, um, that's that's all I got. <laughs> Better luck next year. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I think with that, uh, the hooligans are out. Episode 50, special guest Jordan. Welcome to the show. You know what time it is. It's FIFA time. It's FIFA time. All right, hooligans out. Peace. 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 Pe